Welcome to Yes Tribe Radio, a podcast packed with stories and ideas full of positivity, kindness and adventure. We're your hosts. I'm Dave. And I'm Em. And together, alongside a massive team of volunteers, we run Say Yes More, a community-led social enterprise that helps to nudge people towards finding out what they're really capable of. Thanks for tuning in and for being brave, kind and curious. Welcome back to Yes Tribe Radio. Uh, We're coming to you live from the Yes Bus once again. Um, Get used to it. This is going to be our home for as long as we're not allowed to go anywhere. (laughs) In case this is your first time, I'm Dave and this is Em. Hello. And we'll be here for the next half an hour just chatting about what's what's been happening around around the globe for the last uh, few days since we since we last saw you. And hopefully we'll have plenty of live interaction with you guys as well. You're watching live on the Yes Tribe Facebook group, so please do put your questions, ideas, anything you want to share. What have you been up to? What have you been doing? What's the best thing that you've seen on the internet in the past few days? And where uh, are you watching from? Yeah, where are you? Um, what's our record so far? Maybe we've had five different countries tune in at once? Yeah, something like that. We had Australia for coffee this morning, so that was fun. We did have Australia for coffee. And... The Netherlands. And the Netherlands. Yeah. Well, it's been it's been quite the week. We're into week two of lockdown, and people around the Western world are now understanding why their dogs chew the furniture when they're left uh, left a <laughs> home alone too long. Um, one of my favourite bits of news from last week: Donald Trump uh, was complaining that the nasal swab that tests for COVID nineteen was too painful. And mothers around the world <laughs> were up in arms. Uh, model Chrissy Teigen uh, literally ripped Trump a new, in her words, vajasshole. <laughs> are you allowed to say vajasshole? You are after you are. eight a, eight p.m. Uh, <laughs> Ems, you're like this one. Uh, this week's trip to the supermarket was much calmer than last week's. Yeah. Uh, last week, a bloke was rushing around the shop. He bought fifteen kilograms of paella rice, five cases of tequila, eight sombreros, and twelve piñatas. I thought to myself. Hispanic buying. No? Hispanic okay. Hispanic buying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've been feeling a little bit down on, honestly. It's, it's, uh, what? It's just a quote. <laughs> I just haven't seen it before. <laughs> it's becoming increasingly apparent that I've spent the last 15 years doing adventures just so I had stories to tell the grandkids. And now all the bloody grandkids are going to ask is about coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was 15 years waited. Were you around when the virus was there, Grandad? Yeah. Do you remember? Did you have a mask? <laughs> uh, we've had we've had loads of virtual Yes Tribe events uh, over the last few days. Uh, our third Yes Tribe virtual quiz was on Sunday night, mm-hmm. run by Hannah Miller. Also, happy birthday to Hannah Miller. Yeah. Uh, we've, she's raised almost £200, or Hannah and everybody who's taken part over the last three weeks, uh, three weeks has raised almost £200 for, for Say Yes More to go towards our rent uh, for, for the Yes Bus land and a few more happy surprises. Um, and also Tracy Bravo ran a camp out not a wild, a normal wake up wild camp out, but it's wake up a little bit wild. Yeah, wake up a little bit wild. So, uh, forty different people tuned in from around the country. Uh, so they, cool. they shared a Zoom at one point. There were people sleeping in tents in their gardens, uh, and loads of people making making dens at home in the bedroom <laughs> or the lounge. That's so so cool. Did you ever do that when you were a kid? Oh, totally. Yeah, make you know dens out of anything you can. Really, turn sh- um, chairs upside down, get the bed sheets out. Yeah, it was awesome. So, so cool. I think we need to do that again. Yeah. It was a cold night as well when people slept out. That's good <laughs> going. 
Thank you very much, Tracy. I've also been reading up a lot on conspiracy conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I was trying to say something. Yeah. And I, I got into... I, I usually try and avoid this, but uh, I, I'm Facebook friends with a, a lot of people from the American South. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very much Trump land. And... Um, yeah, I got into a, I got into a just a gentle argument with one earlier. I oh, usually yeah. just ignore it. No, it was really fun. It Which was brilliant. One? Uh, you no, no one you'll know. Oh, okay. Yeah, just just someone who believed that the whole thing was was a conspiracy theory. I can't say conspiracy. <laughs> I had a really bad list when I was a kid, and it's coming back. I'm never going to say conspiracy again. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did some digging, and now okay. we know exactly who is behind COVID nineteen. It's Zoom. It's Zoom. It's the team behind Zoom cameras. They've done very well. If yeah. if in doubt, follow the money. Uh, I think they've done really well. Final little bit of news before we properly get into it. In fact, this starts our good news section. Yeah. Our good friend Anna McNuff, her new book is out on Thursday. She's just got her new uh, first new copies. It's called 100 Adventures to Have Before You're Grown Up. It looks absolutely awesome. Yeah. Um, and I think one for all ages, not just if you've yeah. got kids. Brilliant. Totally. Anna Anna's awesome. So, yeah, keep an eye on on Amazon or wherever it is. I guess it's for sale absolutely everywhere. Mm. Uh, and uh, amazing. That's so good. That's such a fun cover too. Oh, I can't wait to see that in the Adventure Library upstairs. Woohoo! Right. Emsy, you've got some good news for us. Oh, go on then. I could share it with you, couldn't I? Um, okay, so. It's got a few good news stories this week. Because uh, everybody's concentrating on the bad stuff. We figured we'd pick out the good stuff just to... Just to tell you about to brighten your day, so good things are still happening. So, James McAvoy, you know, the X, X-Men star? I was about to say X-Factor star then. <laughs> yeah, who did he play in the X-Men? Oh, now you're asking. James McAvoy wasn't Billy Elliot, was he? No, different guy. Oh, okay. You think everybody's Billy Elliot? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who did he play in X-Men? If you know, tell us in the comments. Who did James McAvoy play in X-Men? Yeah. Uh, he's donated £275,000 so that NHS staff can buy more PPE for their hospitals. This means 75,000 masks and the same number of visors can be ordered. That's almost awesome. half a million pounds has been donated to the NHS for PPE. So that's awesome. So our frontline workers can be protected. Thanks very much, James. Yeah. Uh, the Chelsea Flower Show was cancelled at the beginning of the lockdown, which means there are loads of spare plants being held by gardeners. Uh, this is a, a common problem that I'm seeing this week in a lot of gardening news that I've been tuning into, um, because the garden centres are closed. Who tunes into gardening news? I do this week because it's something I'm getting into. <laughs> um, so <laughs> a lot of the gardening se- garden centres are closing or closed because mm. everything's closed. So, everything so where that- do they? Where does the well exactly? It's all go? going. It's all going to waste. It's going in the bin because there's nobody to look after it. Okay. Um, so the Chelsea Flower Show. Um, the people providing the plants for that, um, they're now being planted at NHS hospitals with colourful poppies and thyme decorating the quad in Plymouth facility. That's lovely. It's lovely. That's so really at least it's lovely. a pleasant place to go to work. Uh, postmen across the country have been cheering people up, um, especially the elderly who cannot leave their homes, leaving bunches of flowers, tubs of yoghurt, randomly, and <laughs> a carton of milk on their doorstep while they do their rounds. Why Why yoghurt? It's lovely. I have no idea. I have no idea. Still, it must be nice to wake up and find some milk and yoghurt. Yeah. With your... Yeah. On your doorstep, with your, <laughs> with your morning paper. Totally. 
Um, And there's a lady who normally decorates uh, event spaces with balloons. She found herself unoccupied during the lockdown, so she built a giant rainbow out of balloons to cheer up her neighbours in Tooting, South London. How giant was this? It it went over the whole street. Wow. Very cool. It's like one of those ones that you run through at running events. Ooh. Very cool. Nice work. Yeah. So did she touch one of the balloons and then kind of build them all together and then someone on the other side grabbed her COVID-laden first (laughs) balloon? I don't know whether she did it on her own or with other people. Let me look into that. Great idea anyway, Jane. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The first food boxes for the vulnerable have been rolled out across the country, landing on doorsteps over the weekend. If you know somebody who got one, let us know what was in it, because we're curious. Um, And the last, last good news story of the day is the Met Police Force have thanked the public for being polite and understanding during the lockdown measures and quietly moving back when asked to. Most of the time, unless you see the viral videos going around. Um, <laughs> officers also thank Londoners for bringing them treats and food as they worked to keep the city safe last week. Ah, Which is very cool. That's I hope nice. they'll wash their hands first. On, on the whole, I think everybody has been behaving pretty well. I mean, yeah. we, only, we only see the, the bad stories when, when people are ignoring lockdown, sunbathing in groups, having corona parties, <laughs> literally drinking corona. Um, and, and just generally just being a bit yobbish, like yeah. Aston Villa captain Jack Grealish the other day, he was drunk in his dressing gown and drove his Range Rover into a couple of cars. No way. Yeah. And then just got out and walked home. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens when they cancel the football season. <laughs> right. On to, on to matters closer to home, MZ. You've been doing an awful lot of gardening this week. At the end of the live stream, we'll turn the camera that <laughs> way. And I'm looking at a whole bunch of tubs, egg cartons. Uh, is that? It's an ice cube tray. It's an ice cube tray. Some food trays. Brilliant. And basically, anything that I <laughs> would have normally recycled, I have now upcycled into a planter. <laughs> it's brilliant. So Ems has been getting the green fingers out this uh, this week and it's really cool to see I'm looking forward to those little guys just poking their green heads above the surface I hope they do so, I really hope they do <laughs> t- tell us your gardening stories everybody how many of you have been have been out and about uh, making the most of your gardens and allotments if you're lucky enough to still live close to them mm. um, we'd love to hear your gardening stories Em's been outside as we say on the um, oh god just outside the bus that's no, nice. Look, you're planting some stuff. Yeah. All of, all of these are weeds, uh, so they <laughs> need to go. <laughs> but yeah, we've definitely got some veggies uh, on the way. And also, uh, our our friend Jed from Glasgow, uh, she, you might not be that inspired by these pictures, but you can see <laughs> that she's she's taken a whole bunch of. Been of grass off she's been weeding and cutting her lawn back and revealing a path which apparently hasn't been seen for decades so well <laughs> done jed for getting out into your garden yeah that looks nice and tidy nice work jed i mean we all know being outside is is really really good for you it's part of the yes tribe philosophy isn't yeah. it we we try our best to use social media at normal times to bring people together in the great outdoors uh, it's it's really really good for us the outdoors replaces uh many many of the medicinals that we that we take on a day-to-day basis especially for things like depression so it's good to get out it's good to learn a new skill so 
You you feel all green fingered, don't you? Have you got some other yeah. vegetable related news, MC? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not news really. It's just stuff that I've been learning and probably everybody else knows. <laughs> uh, but I thought I'd share it anyway because it's new knowledge to me, so it might be new to you. Uh, I know lots of people are trying out the gardening thing for the first time. Um, now they're all stuck at home. So I've been reading a lot about how to regrow things from your kitchen because I don't know about you, but if you've tried to buy seeds recently, you can't because everybody's panic buying everything and thinking they'll ha- never be able to leave the house again and they should probably start growing their own crops. I'm just doing it because it's fun. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you can regrow your kitchen scraps basically so i've been looking in how to do that and i'll uh, i'll probably post some videos and stuff about it um about the progress if it works um but you can't regrow everything so i've been learning so the cauliflower and broccoli for example they're basically flower heads so you can't just replant those but there's other things like potatoes and ginger and stuff that you can actually just pop in a glass and it'll sprout roots and start growing and stuff those gingers are everywhere i know can't stop them popping up everywhere seriously i've been i've been walking around the bus and just finding like sawn off carrot tops and old radishes and stuff (laughs) floating in glasses of water it's bizarre it's like a crazy experiment going on yeah well it is and you know it's entertaining if nothing else so in in theory i'm now growing from kitchen scraps garlic uh sweet potatoes regular potatoes parsnip carrot red onion I think that's it. <laughs> so, so tell us your up. your stories. What have you been growing? Have you been chopping the tops off any vegetables and, and starting to grow them in the garden? Uh, it's really exciting. I'm looking forward to all of these coming together. Yeah, fingers crossed. What's So any any other information about growing from scraps? Anything else you've, you've learned over the past <laughs> couple of days? Um, let's see. And of course, you know, if you're, if you're a... A well-honed gardener, or hoed gardener. Ho- oh. oh, well-honed gardener. Garden uh, then, then, you know, tell us your secrets. Tell us your tips. <laughs> we um, we're lucky enough to be in the middle of the countryside here, so we've got. Uh, although we're 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 lacking seeds and stuff. <laughs> if if you do have any tips, it would be really nice because <laughs> at some point we are going to starve. <laughs> <laughs> um, just looking at Facebook. Thanks so much, everybody, for for all of your comments, for tuning in from all over. Sally Orange is here from Andover. Uh, It's good to see you, Sally. Sally Campbell from Somerset. Monica here from Austria. That's awesome. Um, Magali. Have I said that right, Magali? Magali Ferran. Uh, Hi from a snowy Calgary in Canada. That's awesome. (laughs) Professor Xavier. That's James McAvoy. Ah. Yes. Thanks very much, Giles Ward. That's awesome. Um, Hannah suggests maybe we should plant. Uh, she we should paint a rainbow somewhere. Oh, totally maybe good. we'll turn one of the planters into a rainbow once it's built. <laughs> We're building uh, raised beds out of pallets later this week. Hopefully, yep. yeah, that's maybe tomorrow's job, isn't it? Yeah. Evening, Steve Blethin. Uh David Willis says, "Don't cut down your wild edibles." Uh, that's a pretty typical sentence that that David mm. says on a on a regular basis. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hannah also says uh, I must say I haven't started chewing the furniture yet but Saren, her daughter did eat one of her greeting cards <laughs> <laughs> oh bless <laughs> Emsie, you've got a little segment here about weird food combos what's going on there? <laughs> oh I was hoping you'd do that um, okay so I read an article which made me 
giggle and feel a bit sick at the same time. Um, so, for example, pickles wrapped in cheese, popcorn with beans, ice cream on meatloaf. Uh, these are just a few weird combinations that are going on at the moment. I mean, it's um, real. Yeah. So um, there was actually a study done. Uh, granted, it was in America. Um, I think the company Spam started this off. Hmm. So you can understand good quality. Um, not saying anything about Spam. Uh, but basically, they've done they've done a... What's it called? A survey? A survey. A survey, <laughs> a survey with lots of people. 2,000 Americans. Um to see what their weird and wonderful food combinations are. So this survey was in California, Texas, New York, Hawaii and Florida. And these connoisseurs also said that mayo and peanut butter sandwiches and cookies dipped in guacamole are some of their favourite bizarre meals. Ems has list, listed the top ten and I think we should we should start from ten okay. and, uh, and alternate. I'll, I'll go first. Go for it. Okay, so tenth on the on the favourite weird food combo list. Tenth in in popularity is sour cream and onion chips and chocolate. Would you though? What's number nine, Emsy? <laughs> nine is cold pizza with ranch dressing. I can kind of see that. Sounds like every single one of my university mornings. <laughs> <laughs> number eight on the list is French fries and pickles. Ugh. Not so weird. Seven is cheddar cheese and apple pie. Oh, that's a bit... Okay, they're getting weird now. Mm. Number six, sauerkraut and cheese. Mm. Oh, I don't know, I think... Basically, just a sausage and cheese. Not... <laughs> <laughs> Peanut butter and apple is the next one. Number Peanut four number is chocolate and popcorn. Yeah, I've heard that's quite popular. Nothing wrong with that. We were having chocolate and popcorn the other night. Yeah. Um, in third place, we got fruit preserves with cheese and crackers. See, I'm totally on board with that one because it's like having chutney. Cheese and chutney go together. Okay, the second most popular and perhaps crazy food combination is cottage cheese and fruit. I hate cottage cheese with anything. Okay, <laughs> drum roll. Number one, Emily. Number one is French fries with chocolate milkshake. Have you done that? I feel that's a very typically American thing to do. What a strange survey. Well, was... it's all come about because everyone <laughs> is rooting into their cupboards and you know leaving it as long as possible before they go shopping all right that makes sense so you know people are coming up with weird and wonderful inventions some of them work some of them don't um i know my mum's been experimenting with a lot of stuff in the kitchen she's been posting her meals every day well done mum <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's it's awesome we want to know what weird and wonderful combinations you've come up with what works and what doesn't <laughs> keep those comments coming um yeah we definitely want to hear that I, I guess after a while we're going to start mixing the weird stuff together, aren't we? Yeah, totally. Excellent, excellent, excellent. How <laughs> how have how's everyone been spending their days? Have you found that you're settling into more of a routine now, uh, building up some habits? Now you're spending more time at home. How are parents doing with uh, having having kids at home and homeschooling, especially for the older kids who are just in their last years and. Um, we're about to move on and have been deprived of three months or so of mm. of company um, and all of those those cool memories that that a lot of kids oh, this wasn't me actually I absolutely hated school and I loved <laughs> I loved it when holidays came around it would have been awesome um, to to not be at school back then so yeah how are you guys doing uh, 
Are you enjoying yourself? How are you spending your days? Are you getting into more of a routine? Are you getting up early? Are you lying in, watching way too much Netflix? Has anyone completed Netflix this week? I hear it's... Completed uh, Netflix, yeah. the whole of Netflix. <laughs> yeah, the entirety of Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Keith Lowndes says, I couldn't get new peanut butter Marmite. That's a thing. Peanut butter Marmite is a thing. Ooh. Marmite goes with everything, though. Yeah, but in the same jar as peanut butter. <laughs> Please make that noise again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so he made his own with a surprisingly a mix of peanut butter and Marmite. Keith, you're a genius. Absolute genius. Uh, Keith Blevins, uh, sorry, Steve Blevins says, uh, black pudding and cucumber sandwiches. Mmm. Nice. That's, that's not one for me either. Um, Saren was dunking her quavers in her squash. I think a lot of kids would do that, Hannah. I, I totally am on board with that one. <laughs> um, and Ian Oliver says, when I was younger, my uncle used to leave the room when I added salt and vinegar crisps to chocolate spread sandwiches. Nothing wrong with that nice texture. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. What did you like a crisp sandwich? <clears throat> you a jam. I don't know whether Lauren Bean is poking fun here, but she says, do you know how much Star Trek is on Netflix? Maybe she means how many episodes there are, because there are a lot of episodes oh, of Star see. Trek. Oh, I see. All right, no worries. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't seen Star Trek or Star Wars or yes. Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, are they good? I hear they're popular. <sighs> yeah, just a tad. As as always, we're asking you to send in your, your comments, your ideas, your favourite podcasts and books to read and films to watch, especially all the Netflix stuff. And on Amazon Prime, of, of course, no branding here on sayyesmore.com forward slash yes tribe radio. Every single day, MZ takes your recommendations and then plumps up the blog. Uh, adds, I, pl- I plump up the yeah, blog. Yeah, you plump up the <laughs> blog. You, you add some flesh to it every single day. Um, these lists are getting longer and longer, um, but only on your recommendation. So please do head to sayyesmore.com forward slash yes tribe radio and send us your content. Um, help us make this show. Send us funny videos happening mm-hmm. at home. Uh, maybe we'll do a you've been framed version. Oh, that would be good. Yes, tribe's been framed. Yes, tribe been framed. Yeah. Okay, we'll work on that. Bit of a mouthful. You yeah, can't it say is. it really fast. Yeah. I'm struggling with just normal words at the best of times. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yes, tribe uh, forward slash yes tribe radio. Head to sayyesmore.com, <sighs> and uh, yeah, it'd be lovely to hear your ideas. We've had some other events going on this week, haven't we, Emzy? We have. Tell us about Jago's bike maintenance. This was yesterday. It's I think. really cool. Um, well, it's been going on for a week actually. Um, every day for a week. Uh, Jago is has very kindly uh, donated his time to make uh, lots of little snippet videos about how to do basic bike bike maintenance, mm-hmm. which is very handy for people like me who have absolutely no clue what to do. Um, and yeah, other people have been joining in too. So Scott's been doing it over in Bristol, and there's now a bunch of videos on the event page, which ends today. So I'm actually turning it into a bit of a blog so I've asked the guys to send me their videos and they're going to go onto the Yes Tribe radio page as a blog how to do your bike maintenance. Amazing, what a good idea Yeah, it's very cool, people have been sending Jago uh, um, messages and questions all week about different things they need help with and he's been answering the videos, it's been very nice And Jago's such a great guy to do this he's he's done loads of adventures and uh, 
Yeah, he's just an awesome bloke. In fact, it was he just finished his last bike trip around Europe. He was basically saying goodbye to Europe after Brexit mm-hmm. and rode around a whole bunch of countries before getting home. Good on you, Jago. Thank you so much, mate. We've also got a Yes Tribe dinosaur draw. What the devil is this about? <laughs> this one is another one of Jen George's brilliant ideas. Um, I really love it, although I haven't drawn mine yet and neither of you. We need to get on that. Um, but basically, <laughs> you can make up your own dinosaur, give give a go drawing it even if you can't draw it doesn't matter draw what you can make up a name for it and put it on the event page for jen she love loves, it she loves to gain ammunition so that when she's uh, next in front of small people she's a primary school teacher um so that she has ammunition to go to them and say look other people can do it and so, so can you no excuses yeah and are these drawings that some people have done already i think those up are on the screen the ones that she's done they're lovely but they're actual dinosaurs yeah, they're real so if you could take two current animals and turn them into a dinosaur, what would it be? Oh. Answers in the comments, please. <laughs> uh, but MZ, I'm putting you right in the spot now. Oh, no. Um, probably a fish and a fairy. A fish and a fairy? Yeah. So you consider a fairy to be a current animal? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and which bits of the fairy and which bits of the, f- the fish would get into your, your combo? the wings and the magic from the fairy. <laughs> And the ability to swim and breathe underwater and the fins. A bit like a mermaid, but with wings. Amazing. So kind of like a a magic scuba diver. Yeah. It's genius. That can fly. I love that you think a fairy (laughs) is a current animal. I think I'd I'd combine a tortoise with a tiger. Ooh. It would be the ultimate war weapon. So would it be... How big would it be? It would be tiger size. Okay. Yeah, with a massive shell. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is like a dinosaur. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, I thought about this. Yeah, well <laughs> I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to put some fairy and some magic in a fish. <laughs> please tell me that people are writing. <laughs> please tell me that people are writing in with their with their dinosaur That's combos. <laughs> oh dear. A rabbit and a frog was mm. Hannah Miller's first <laughs> first thought. Who knows why? Tell us more. They both Hannah hop. And they're yeah. both quite small. You, I, I just think people would just automatically go for the larger sized animals as opposed yeah. to the smaller ones. Okay, so maybe like a great white shark mm-hmm. and an elephant. Nice, okay. So <laughs> wh- where's the combo? Probably <laughs> the size and feet and legs of the elephant and the head of a shark. There you go. That's my absolute deadly weapon. I love it. Versus my, you know, magic fairy fish. (laughs) Brilliant. What would you mix to Uh, make your ultimate dinosaur? We definitely want to hear your thoughts. Please tell us those. (laughs) This is a conversation that could go on forever and ever. So tell us about the draw. What's the deal? Sorry? Did you already say that? Yeah. So draw your your made up dinosaur and put it on the event page. I just thought it was like a competition draw. Like she was going to pull the best one out of the hat. You win eternal glory if you draw and create the best, the best dino. And if you're really lucky, Ems might send you a fairy fish in the post. <laughs> <laughs> every every day, apart from Sundays at 10 a.m., we have a little Yes Tribe coffee break. But we we're also thinking about having some some little cups of adventure as well strewn in there. So uh, watch watch this space. Watch the the thread right at the the top of the Yes Tribe Facebook group, which shows all of the events that we've got coming up over the next few days. And 
towards the end of the week we'll have a little adventure chat. Yeah. Um, if any of you are thinking about going off on a big or small adventure in the in the days, weeks, months after coronavirus, then that's definitely the the one to tune into. Um, we'll have a few people on there who've been on some adventures, and hopefully we'll have some answers to questions. You going to go on an adventure after coronavirus, MZ? Yeah, I'd like to. Where do you want to go? Let's go paddling somewhere. You want to go paddling? Yeah. What kind of paddling? Hmm. Maybe a sup. Okay. How far do you want to go? I don't know. I just want to go and keep going. Okay. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go and keep going. Okay. No worries. We could do that. We could get around the world if we got that timeline. Oh gosh. I'm not sure I'd survive in a big sea. It'd <laughs> be right, your fairy fish will protect you. <laughs> so, little cups of adventures coming. Um, yes, tribe virtual virtual hula hooping. What's this about? Oh, this is very cool. Um, this is Jess Bailey's idea. She's really, really into hula hooping. Anyway, um, has been doing it for I think ten plus years. Okay. And she occasionally teaches kids um, how to do it. So she figured if she can teach in real life, she can teach online too. So hmm. all you need is a hula hoop. Um, which I'm shockingly lacking in. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you have to be online, uh, where is it, 4th of April at 11am. And she's going to teach you all the basics. That's so cool. And the secret weapon. Because I can never go more than, like, three times around before it's around my ankles. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, I'd love to know how to do it. I think we've got some hula hoops here, don't we? Do we? Yeah. Oh, great. We'll we'll get you past the three and a half. Yay! Awesome. That's that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, cool. Nicola Hobbs has written on on the Facebook live feed. Uh, going back to the the wild campout, the nationwide synchronized uh, campout mm. that we had on Saturday, that yeah. Tracy ran on Saturday. Nicola says, "Hey, I slept in my tent in my studio flat last week. I've named <laughs> this micro adventure Stamping Studio Flat Camping. Oh, nice! That is awesome. I love it. Very cool." Or studio flat camping. Surely it should be spamping. <laughs> no, say that quickly three times. No, I I can't even do it once. <laughs> Try and do it with your lisp. You might struggle. <laughs> Any other comments that you see on there? I'm not getting them all. No, I'm not getting them all either. I have to quit. Sorry, there's a bit of a delay because I I keep trying to refresh the page because I it just tells me when people are logging on. It doesn't tell me when they're actually saying stuff. So um, let's do it quickly. Ian Oliver says, a quokka and let's face it, absolutely anything because that would be so cool. <laughs> Agree with you there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. A quokka. I can't wait to meet a quokka. You've not I, met a quokka I'd yet. I'd love to meet a quokka. If you guys don't know what a quokka is, a quokka is known to be the happiest animal in the world. And there haven't, I don't think there have been scientific tests on just how exactly how internally happy that a quokka is. I think so that's cute, quite a though. hard thing to measure. But they have these natural, wide smiles. They're so, so gorgeous. They're constantly grinning at cameras. <laughs> and they live on a tiny little island called Rotnest off the west coast of, of Australia, <laughs> not far from Perth. And... They're also really curious and inquisitive. So you've got these tiny little things. They're little marsupials, maybe a foot high. And they're, they're a little bit plump, usually. And, uh, Adds yeah. to the cuteness. The, the general aim is I once got dared to go and get a selfie with a quokka. So I, I ended up on Rotnest. And if you hold your phone out, then they go and look at the phone because it's all shiny. And you end up getting <laughs> a wicked uh, a wicked quokka selfie. Amazing. Uh, there's a video on YouTube if you want to see how I did. Uh, on on that on that quokka dare, uh, the the YouTube video is called Meet the Quokkas. Uh, mm. You can <laughs> true story. Go find it. Let us know how uh, what you think. 
Giles Ward <laughs> said that he would mix an ostrich and a warthog, the ostrich body and feet, body and feet and a warthog head. That's quite alarming. So an ostrich body and feet and a yep. warthog. Oh, wow, yeah, that would be terrifying. Hannah Miller yes, says, yes. do you know that thousands of years ago, ponies were the sizes of dogs? It's not much change, is it? Well, not if you're a Shetland. Oh, okay. If you're a regular pony, there's quite a big difference and they would probably Are we talking that... pony or horse? Well, there's... Isn't, isn't a pony a little horse? And most dogs are just basically little horses. Which sleep inside. What? <laughs> No. Tell you've never had a pony. <laughs> Kate Haas says she'd uh, she'd mix a dolphin and a leopard. Uh, it could swim and dive and run fast on land. Ooh, that's a good combo. Yeah. It's definitely an Olympic dinosaur there. You've thought about this too, haven't you, Kate? <laughs> a Leo fin. <laughs> Steve, Steve reckons I need to keep taking my tablets. <laughs> <laughs> Platypus and cat is Ian Oliver's suggestion. You already read that out, did you? No. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> well, you just... You looked at me as if to say you're doing something wrong. But actually you were thinking, oh, a platypus and a cat. Yeah, I was thinking about what it would look like. <laughs> <laughs> I once saw a couple of platypuses. Do you know where did they you? live? They also live in Australia. All of these one-off creatures like platypus and quokkas. Let's go to Australia. They're all down there. Oh, you'd love it. I know I would. <laughs> when we can travel again, let's go to Australia. All right, you're on. We'll paddleboard there. Brilliant. Mum reckons that you should draw a quokkasaurus. Oh, a quokkasaurus. Mm -hmm. I like it. All right. Good idea, Mum. Is that your mum? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mumsy. <laughs> Cheers for the family support. <laughs> right, I think we should wind this little badger down, MZ. Yeah. Uh, we've got we've got a couple couple of cool things coming up later this week, um, and some really good news, which I'm oh god. <laughs> we, we've Can we tell them now. We're not allowed. Mm, no, no. Let's save it. I need to okay. I need to work out the words. Uh, so I've been spending a bunch of time in, on the west coast of, of the States, in California, and some really, really cool opportunities have come about in the last few months. And one of them we haven't been able to share with you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this this is just a little, uh, a little hint. I may or may not have been to <laughs> some famous studios at some point, and they really like the story of the Yes Tribe. <laughs> Tune in uh, the next couple of days and I'll tell you about that. Does it look familiar? That chiselled face. <laughs> <laughs> right. Any any last requests or comments, MZ? I'm struggling to get the comments to work, if I'm completely honest. Wait for it. They're loading again. <laughs> um, you can borrow Seren's book on ponies and horses. A horse is 42... Uh, hold on. 14.2 hands or more. Do you know what hands are? Yeah, they're the things at the end of your arms. Very good. <laughs> um, and a pony is under 14.2. Yeah, see, Sarah knows the difference between a pony and a dog. <laughs> John McFarland. Hi, Dave and M from the deserts of Southern California. Ooh. John McFarland, I hey, salute John. you. Uh, if any of you were following my recumbent ride across the States last year, John is the fine gent who rescued me from heat stroke and then drove me in the most epic <gasps> RV across oh. half of the States to restart the journey. That's very cool. John, still some of my, my favourite times. And boy, this guy has some adventure stories, mate. Thanks very much for tuning in. Um, 
if you've only just tuned in, we're about to go. But it's lovely to, <laughs> lovely to kind of see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm sorry that the feed hasn't been working as well as it, as we would like for you guys tonight. Um, but thank you very much for tuning in. We really appreciate having your company on this Tuesday. It's a Tuesday night. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back next 8 p.m. this Friday, and we look forward to it. As always, it's been an utter pleasure <laughs> hanging out with you. Uh, stay well and safe out there. Stay indoors unless you absolutely have to go out. Be kind to each other. Look after your neighbours, and don't forget to wash your hands. Very important. <laughs>